0: Hello, and welcome to This Contains Garlic. You are here with your host, Georgia Garlic, and... Mark Garlic. And we are back. Happy, um... or actually, no, probably when you listen to this, it won't be Happy Wednesday, but it is Wednesday. It's,
1: uh, end of January.
0: Fucking finally, really, honestly. I've just eaten a load of protein pancakes. Um, um
1: today's our anniversary.
0: Uh, oh yeah, our it fifth. is. In fact, we're not, we're not yeah. gonna lie, um, we didn't actually remember. Um, <laughs> It's our fifth wedding anniversary today. Yeah. Well, our offici- well the registry office one. I guess yeah. it's not the official the one. The one
1: where we popped down to the office in between clients to get married legally.
0: No, I think that's a bit dramatic. That's a bit dramatic. We didn't pop down. We actually took half the day off. We after. took half, sorry half the day off. I do think that if I look back at those wedding photos, I think I look a bit puffy in them. Yeah, I don't my, know. I think we were just fucked from work. To my
1: t-shirt <laughs> buttons were <Yeah>. straining. <laughs>
0: Um, I don't think we'll bring those photos up. I look much better for the actual wedding. Um,
1: yeah, so we got married in Hammersmith and Fulham.
0: Mark, why do you need to tell people the location of exactly where we got married? I was going to say Cape Town, office. not fucking Hammersmith and Fulham.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're Hammersmith and Fulham in the registrar's office. Um,
0: yeah, it was really uninspiring. We stood there like we are in the
1: headmaster's office. Your sister was on the phone. It was, uh...
0: Yeah, because my sister couldn't be asked to come across and actually make an effort. I'm joking. <laughs> she lives in New York. <laughs> um, but yeah, Please no, Please today... come all the
1: way f- from New York to London to go and stand in...
0: In, in, in a small fucking poxy room with somebody whose breath smells terrible whilst you sign a really shitty piece of paper and then you're tied to each other for life. That's literally what marriage is. If you marriage don't have the party, is... that's what marriage
1: is. Yeah, well, mar- <laughs> marriage is... uh,
0: it's weird though because people always say to you does does life change when you're married not really I guess for some people I think they take it more seriously it might be their token to have a child do you know what I mean it's definitely not my token to have a child why do you
1: you come I'm still a child that (laughs) statement uh, makes you come across like you don't take it seriously
0: what I don't take my marriage seriously no I don't really take you seriously to (laughs) be honest with you Like, I always say that marriage is just one of those things that when you have a really bad argument, you can't just walk away as easily.
1: Um, (laughs) You can, you can just walk and close the door behind you. Yeah, you do that all the fucking
0: time. He doesn't just close it, you slam it. I love slamming. I'll tell everyone a story about the time we had a really bad argument. Yeah. We had an argument in the gym. This was in Cape Town. And I'd just come out of my session because I was too raging to be in the same space as Mark. And then Mark
1: yeah, right followed the through
0: side. and was busy shouting at me for something whilst we were in a massive argument. And then instead of being like, okay, he was like, right, that's it. I'm fucking off. I'm over this. I'm going upstairs. And as he fucked off, he blew his calf muscle. Tall, and not just one, because then when he jumped onto the other one, he blew the other one. So he had to be on the floor. So I was like, oh, okay, you're fucking off nowhere, because you're, like, <laughs> you're literally on the floor. I couldn't walk. And then he, blow, but he blew, 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 really? blew both of your calves to the point where you literally yeah. were in two boots. You couldn't
1: train yeah. them. <laughs> Yeah, that was mad.
0: I'd spend like three days in October. I had to torture. sit on my
1: ass and shower myself like I had no
0: legs. Um yeah, anyway, and then we ended up in a massive debt on our private <laughs> medical insurance where they knock on the door for 20,000 no. rand for two plastic Well, it
1: took, it took me 10 days to get better and then I asked them, can I, can I drop everything off because I've only used them for like a week and they were like, no. So I was like, well, I don't see why I'd need to pay for it.
0: I don't think we ended up paying for it, probably not, just avoided that I and mean. then um, probably got charged on our insurance somewhere. Um, the joys of, yeah, I mean, in the UK... In fact, actually, we don't really... I guess we're quite blessed to say we don't really need private medical insurance in the UK. No. Like, we were thinking about it because we don't want to be, like, that added strain to the NHS. I mean, mm-hmm. not that we don't all pay enough taxes and all that shit, but whatever. Um, So I would, like, probably... Um, I mean, if we had a need, I guess you don't really want a need because then your insurance policy, like, goes skyrockets, doesn't it? <laughs> so, I don't know, it's something we've maybe considered, but I don't really see the point of spending money on private medical insurance when I literally just don't use any of it. Mm. Well, it's no point, is there? Anyway, boring. Um, today, we're going to talk about... Um...
1: Training frequency.
0: Okay, thank you for just... Fucking and I can't have the a
1: nuanced topic around how many times you should train per week. Why are you whispering? You just suddenly. And I'm not whispering. I'm thinking. talking into the microphone.
0: Yeah, but a suddenly going kind just like really. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like fuck's sake. Anyway, um, we're going to talk about how often should you train per week. Um, it might seem like quite a basic topic to talk about, mm. and it might just seem like we've got one a one sentence answer um but number one if you know us already we don't have a one sentence answer for anything (laughs) and number two it's actually quite complex topic when it comes to Mm. training styles um Mm. and also just understanding more about like uh using your mindset with uh, with training as well because there can be that negative effect that people either overtrain, you know to compensate Mm. on other parts of their life so um What's the four one one mark? How often should somebody train per week?
1: I think the answer can and should vary for each individual, but a generic answer I would say between three to four, maybe sometimes five times a week, depending on your overall recovery and your nutrition Actually, I think before and Before you lifestyle. go on
0: to that, I think we need to talk about the fact that we are talking specifically to strength and um, yeah well i think
1: let's just break let, let's okay, uh quantify let's that me, it's okay. sorry i don't want to interrupt you but well, i you want you did. to i want you to maybe explain oh, the different types of you, exercise
0: teacher mark
1: i'm mansplaining it to yeah. oh, you
0: shut up i just like you to. you know it's just like like all those men on youtube
1: which men on youtube oh
0: andrew tate mm-hmm. mike thurston all of that, do you know what I mean? Let's just talk at like women like they're a piece of me. But it's okay, do you know what I mean? At least I've got abs. <laughs> um, <laughs> <literally>
1: <laughs> no hair on their chest. None. You know.
0: There's not one body hair on a man mm-hmm. like that. Look, can't dismiss it, whatever, each their own. Not helping the world, but the world's not getting any better anyway, so what's the point? Um I would say that we're talking specifically to strength training mm. and understanding that... For us strength training is something that's structured so when we say three to five times a week um it's not something where you're doing the same session every single day you know what i mean or no. th- within those three to five, that you're repeating the same movements like we do it in a very structured manner where it's covering all the rights um training uh fundamentals fundamentals yeah so It's important that you don't get that mixed up with the fact that we should be on a day-to-day basis moving our bodies frequently. Mm. And I'm not saying like 10,000 steps per day. I'm saying that you need to make some kind of effort to at least reach. I mean, we say like the average person, like forget if you want to, we're not talking weight loss here. We're just talking like average Mm. health we'd probably say minimum 5,000, between 5,000 and 7,500 a day, like is the kind of happy medium for most people to sit at. Mm. Should you have a weight loss goal? Obviously that's a tactic that you can obviously increase your Mm. energy expenditure. And then obviously that potentially uh, not speeds up, but yeah, it technically speeds up the weight loss process if you move more. Um, So with exercise, I just wanted to clarify, like Mm. I wouldn't necessarily advise uh, somebody doing like five times a week of hit i just don't know
1: because the fatigue that the repetitive nature of the movements plus combining it with the high intensity nature which with high intensity comes high level of fatigue mm. that has an overall impact on your central nervous system has an impact on your joints it has an impact on your ligaments it has uh vast impact on the way your body signals muscle protein synthesis
0: you mm. know so and i just want to quickly t- touch on hit training because i think over the years it's changed quite a lot hit really started as like interval and high high intensity so high intensity mm. in in training terms well it's actually. In body weight movements, you could say high intensity used to be like plyometric movements, like so, the
1: insanity. The DVD, like the it would DVD. be like
0: doing like fucking like a bear crawl into a squat jump. Did you ever
1: and... watch the DVD Insanity? No,
0: you're going off track. It's annoying me. Um... <laughs> 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 um, no, but I just think it's important to clarify that three years now, it's a. It, what we mean by high intensity is. Like huge amounts of reps, like so you could be doing things for minutes on end. So like we would probably only roughly work with, especially a strength movement, probably between like six and twelve reps at most. Sometimes fifteen if it's like mm. an upper movement, mm. like I don't know arms or something, and you want more volume. Mm. But like a HIT training thing is either going for minutes or it's going for like a lot, like a you know forty-five yeah, seconds, just... or it's going for literally you've got to do like fifty. And there's you a lot do... of
1: a lot of or like. Um... As many reps as possible, or like a Tabata style, where you're always consistently trying to build on the volume. Um,
0: they have minimal break as well, so there's. It, it comes to a point where yeah. you're you in so, a like physique your... manner. Your body is going to become very very tired from doing that. If you physically, mm. it. it if I, if I was if I enjoyed HIIT training and I did it alongside strength training mm. in a very structured manner, mm. I would see probably, you know, a good return of some degree. Mm. You see the problem with HIIT training is a lot of people go in with HIIT training as a beginner. And most of the time as a beginner, you have minimal muscle mass. And I'm not being or speaking down about having minimal muscle mass. I think having muscle mass is something that's very, very important to somebody. And so when you're going in and doing these movements, it's not something that's going to effectively help you build muscle in any way. So it's effectively going to hurt you. But if you're a beginner as
1: well and you've got low uh, understanding or competency of the movements and how to perform the movements with adequate form and technique, then adding that pr- added pressure of increased fatigue and mm. always having to work your form at an incredibly high terrible. range uh, of intensity or ra- rate of perceived exertion. Your your form, it's not like, oh, I've got good form. Your form is going to deteriorate as you get tired. It's human nature. and this mm. is why the vast majority of of people, unless you're a statistical outlier that can you, you just punish your body on a regular basis, and you just don't see any drawbacks. The vast majority of people, you yeah, know, but it's not necessarily re-
0: drawbacks you see in like a year, two years, or three years of training. No, like, but it's like we've it's, trained. Well, you we've... See,
1: we saw a hit kick off and then everybody had knee pain and ankle pain and elbow pain yeah but
0: it's you know there's there's ways you know. that people can teach things like if you reiterated the education for how to perform these movements properly you yeah, probably so have a larger but if you don't really if the person that's doing it doesn't really have dream. a full understanding as to like body and how it moves properly then like like is, is that most but, of their clients or the people that are you know following good. that movement pattern are going to struggle mm. with it like I have not worked with for example one woman probably over the age of 40 who hasn't like punished themselves with hip training for years and they are fucked like they are so fucked that mm. like hips knees ankles elbows shoulders just like because it's too much Lower volume back. so this is where, like, when we talk about, like, how often should I train a week? Like, if you're doing that kind of high-level intensity every single day, unless you are an athlete, additionally, probably supplemented with some additional hormones and some aid of recovery, you know, you're likely to really struggle to be able to maintain that routine of training. I, th- I, 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 don't,
1: I think even you would struggle then because it's also the repetitive nature of the following and, and repeating the same movement patterns like it depends because squatting, if you had the lunging, same if you had the yeah same but the let the, the vast majority of the programming is always going to be anterior based knee flexion based uh you know push based
0: yeah but, um, but you're not talking about you know outside of exercise of with recovery is the fact that you yeah, but if th- you can have two massages a week and somebody that stretches you or you do like the, you know and you have that additional time to you probably can get away with it for a much longer period of time than somebody that's just a beginner or somebody that's not got any understanding as to exactly what they're doing. Like, of course, everything is going to give you strain. It's the same as like, you know, people that, you know, that are runners, like if you have run for years and years and years, like, likely as sometimes you're going to pick up like a niggle niggle here and there and like you know that's Mm. why stuff like strength training is builds that foundation like forget like actually like lifting the weight and you know why people strength train but it it does give you the potential to build muscle in a structured manner, which then allows you to have that foundation. So should you want to mix up your training styles a little bit, you're not then going in a, 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 in a situation where you've effectively got nothing that's really holding you up.
1: The main argument for people undertaking things like HIT and their different variations is time the time so for people that are time strapped time poor um potentially don't have a lot of equipment uh what is the solution
0: well this is the thing i i don't think the solution is necessarily throwing yourself on the floor now some people get a rage of endorphins from this and i appreciate Mm. the element of being like red hot and sweaty but actually Mm. moving forward onto this as to how often we should train a week and also Mm. why you know it should be limited is number one like you, you know you cannot say you can't base how you know your training session and how hard you've worked mm. off of two things how much you've sweat you know you've you know expired, perspired throughout the session so if you're sweaty hot and a hot mess that is not a dictation of the fact if you've worked hard enough and mm. two not doing it for the fact that your watch is burning calories you know there is those two things that I think. When it comes to home workouts, you can have a seriously good structured home workout mm-hmm. is most of these hit trainers and stuff like that already pump you to having you know a dumbbell or a band or multiple mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. you attach yourself a few to bits and you know so actually like what's to say that your body you, i can sw- I c- you want to see the the effects like you in half an hour if you had the same slightly varied structured say you had one pair of dumbbells at home yeah. you had no additional access to weight barring your body weight you didn't have any yeah. interest in in you know increasing that equipment and you had a mat you could still do in 30 minutes if you wanted to take a slightly mm. higher volume approach or mm. a I don't know limit the break between a superset you could have such a good structured training session properly you know what mm. I mean that's moving your body in the right way within a short period of time the, the difference is is that
1: but you would have to maintain a relatively high intensity. But it's not the, it's not the the movement selection of like jumping, or the um, exercises that are like a high, like one exercise that turns into fifteen hundred combinations.
0: It's yeah, like it a squat
1: like into it, a lunge into a press into a cool, into a.
0: This all started though, like probably from the likes of. I'm sure people listening to this will know who I'm talking about. Tracy Anderson, who was like this, like what you could describe. She obviously had a lot of celeb clients and like she was always in a fucking leotard with like an awful amount of sweat all over her. It was almost like, what are you fucking doing? Like, it's like you're slipping, like, you know what I mean? Slipping. Yeah, you're slipping everywhere. Like, but always in a mirror, always with the tits Mm. and the vagina somewhere. Anyway, they, she had clients of the likes of, you know, like Madonna and like, All of those back in the day, and she was just keep on fucking moving. There's just no, up, and down, you absolute kick. loser if you can't balance one hand on a chair whilst you lift your leg up with an ankle weight. And oh my God, you've got a small dumbbell on the other hand, and now you're balancing and mm-hmm. I'm onto the floor, rolling mm-hmm. into the mirror, you know. And I've watched like her, <laughs> I've watched her. Clients technically train in a gym. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've seen... It's, it's when, painful to watch. When, uh, we, when I worked in Notting Hill, there was a woman that rented upstairs and she had eight to ten hours a day of that.
0: Oh, it's like... So, I, I watch it and moms. I'm like, such a risk, safety-wise. People are scared of picking it. Now, this is actually a really good statement to make because people are scared in a gym now I appreciate you've got some egotistical men with titties hanging Mm. out and like pumping iron but they're actual losers do you know what I mean so let's be (sighs) honest I'm sorry they are do you know what I mean you're doing it for attention (sighs) Um, you don't have to be naked in a gym to like be fucking great do you know what I mean you also don't your strength is not equivalent when you're doing a quarter rep on a leg press in a vest do you know what I mean but they are losers half of them so well if you've got enough to judge somebody else in a gym you're a loser anyway (laughs) like you are um (laughs) Like, fact of the matter. Like, tell oh. me I'm fucking wrong. No? But, like, people, like, like women are, specific, like, are very scared
1: of going a very, into a gym to lift weights. I just, it's just good and, to... But what
0: amazes me is that, that women will put themselves in these positions, do you know what I mean? They'll do aerial fucking yoga, hang themselves from a bloody ceiling, do you know what I mean? Mm. They'll go and put themselves balancing on a chair, one leg, with mm. a dumbbell, prancing around. But... Mm. They stripper. think that weight training is too hard for them. Like, what the fuck? You've already just put yourself into some acrobatic mm. gymnastic position. Well, like pole balancing dancing. Balancing on a dumbbell. Yeah, pole dancing. Po- no, but pole dancing is not a, a regular thing for, I think, a lot of people. And also, no, it's I'm fucking not. hard. I used yeah, to go to tough. pole dancing lessons. Oh,
1: okay. Let's, let's unpack no, I that a like little Like a whale
0: bit. going down the pole. <sighs> thud, 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 thud. Bruises everywhere. Unsexy. Like a
1: like a, like a whole snack.
0: ah <sighs> You know what, and that is exactly why I just said that most men with titties out in the gym are losers, because comments like that come out far too frequently. just looking delicious. Oh God, do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I've got to be a snack to you. How about give me your fucking money? (laughs) (laughs) But that's the thing. Men will easily give over money to women because women do have that control. Not the fact that we're not exploited 24-7, but, you know, I'm just saying in general terms, like the fact I'm a snack on a pole, do you know what Mm. I mean? If anything, you're just draining a man's wallet whilst you're doing so in a strip club or, like, just for yourself. It's great.
1: Yeah, saving that money to get a higher education.
0: I used to work with a sports brand, actually, back in the day that worked with a girl who was a London girl, actually. She was fucking great at pole dancing, but she was also a strength something so obviously like i don't think i do pole dancing so now. the, I don't really see the, the
1: point. um the moral of the story is we but the thing is is like maybe it's the group of people that you're doing it or like maybe it's more inclusive towards i don't women. see how
0: tracy anderson's inclusive <laughs> I really don't. She's probably the least No, but not Tracy inclusive. Anderson,
1: oh. but like let's just say HIT in general or yes,
0: other forms very... of
1: exercise like Pilates or yoga.
0: Pilates is very different. You yoga know. is very different to high intensity. No, I, think I guess, it's, it but I'm very talking easy from to a... Sell. It's very easy a, to sell HIT because you're doing something different. And would, you
1: say, would you say... Oh, I know I'm interrupting again, but would yeah, you, no, you you're say that... just fucking annoying me today. Um, uh, Women do more HIT than men. Or would you say No, because I think CrossFit could sometimes
0: pass the barrier. Of yeah, hair. well, let's,
1: let's not real CrossFit. I'm talking about just like...
0: Okay, thank you for just putting down what I just <sighs> came out with. A dumbbell.
1: Let's just know, like, dumbbell-based workouts that are not, you know, utilising too much equipment, but just like... But
0: you've also got to see, like... M- m- Uh, we, I don't know how to say this without probably some offense. Most people are idolizing to look like the person that's training them, Mm. like that is literally the the psychology of most people with personal trainers. It's a really worrying one, like Mm. where people will Mm. sign up with the trainer because they're like, Oh my god, like, oh my god, she's perfect, Mm. and she does that, and she does like 7,000 ab crunches into combo moves, and oh my god, she's got a flat stomach, so I need that, so I'm going to do the Style of training that she does, I mm. actually don't even think there's sometimes even a thought pattern between. Mm. Oh, it's the whole thing. of I want to look like that, so I'm going to do that. Now, okay. some people, as I've said, and very much enjoy that rush of endorphins all the fucking time, where mm. they're just like sweaty, hot, and like fractured bones. Do you know what I mean? But the <laughs>
1: sweaty, I hot, know this because sweaty I sweaty, hot, and with sore knees.
0: I went to multiple like extreme fat loss camps when I was really overweight, and mm. all of the. Uh-huh. I'm not going to get into this because it it's such a passion of mine. I could literally go for like three hours. But all of this style of training is like... Um, wrap, or like running or like flipping a tire or like get down the floor 500 burpees you're late and like mm-hmm. fucking brutal <laughs> like literally your yeah. body and then you've got to do that like four times a day live on like 1800 calories no 800 calories sorry and then go for like a 13 mile hike in the afternoon yeah. as recovery you know mm-hmm. it's all of these things that i think that sometimes when you're very um, unaware of a training environment, which most people, unless you're like, you mm-hmm. know, autistic like us in 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 like a fi- industry like our like ours, you're not really thinking. You're just kind of like, oh, that style of training is interesting. And there's also this mentality mm-hmm. to say that mm-hmm. our our uh, attention span is not mine, I and mean, I'd like to say mine's not, but as a world population, our attention span is shortening. Mm-hmm. So the idea <clears throat> of like. Changing exercise, changing exercise, changing exercise is what people like to see, and that's why they buy into it. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, that's a new move. What the fuck is that move? But okay, do you know what I mean? Wow. Mm. like, And the whole thing of this thing in the back of your mind like oh my god i'm sweating i'm red i've worked out my w- watch is telling me you know an apple watch or a fitbit or a garmin always favors more movement so if you strap it around your ankle instead of your hand and you're not somebody that uses the hands more and you walk what well, you're going to get more steps the same with if you're waving it about if you wave your fucking arm around tons you're going to get loads of steps so that's why these watches are formed for Calorie burning exercise. Mm. When you go into strength training, do you know how many clients we've worked with over the year? Mm. Oh, but I've only burnt 200 calories. Do you know what I mean, strength training, mm. like, let alone their body compositions, like, change dramatically yep. and they look amazing. They built loads of muscle. Yep. But, like, when I used to do this, I burnt. Extra, I mean, yeah. 400 calories. Why is that? And it's like, because it's a sensor. Do I mean, the more you move, mm. like, you don't want to be moving in a split squat. You want to be doing a structured split squat. You know what I mean? You want to be holding the dumbbells without swinging them. You want to be doing, you know, so it's very different. And I think so many people base their exercise off of those things. You know, it's, it was only like a year ago, two years ago, that people were like, oh my God, how many calories have you burn on your watch? Oh my God, you're such a loser if it's not 500. And then it was like, actually, you know what, I've just read something that's read that actually watches aren't accurate. So don't worry about your watch, but let's continue fucking bashing ourselves into the ground. Like, I don't know. Like, I've just, I think I see so much potential in like, I'm severely ADHD. It's really obvious in how I do things. And so I have to not have a training style like that personally because if I give myself an even more erratic mindset with training it would be um it would be unbearable I don't know if you'd agree like if like I don't know like the idea of like changing your movement all the bloody time and just not getting better you might get better at the movement but what is the movement exactly like a half windmill into like a jump squats plyometric get up back up do you know what i mean the more you do it obviously the more confident you're going to be in training but with strength training like i see the benefit from like doing it structured and then like lifting more weight or like that's how i see my benefit now i've always said like, you know some people are going to disagree with me on this but in the sense of the functionalities of a physique and also joint mobility and pain i think training volume in those styles is just not it's just not very conducive to most people's postures
1: no it's pretty evident because all it does is create joint pain and uh, compounds further postural issues that people are experiencing in their day-to-day life anyway f- from a mainly sedentary lifestyle mm. of being sat down all day and then you're essentially going out and Choosing the wrong exercises, essentially, not for, not all the times, but the vast majority of the time, accentuating certain patterns too much. You yeah, know what like what mean? you like, mentioned. Well, like someone, uh, the, you know, I saw a training program for a mainstream individual, and there's five, six different variations of a hinge in one workout. And then people would wonder why their lower backs would be blown out. Because there's just repetition after repetition after repetition of certain movement patterns that are mm. working certain joints over and over again to an incredibly high level of fatigue, which most people,
0: yeah, can't and, sustain. you know, and, uh, you,
1: you, that's under the assumption that you're going to be eating you know the right foods and the right macronutrients and like you well, said let's
0: move on to lifestyle habits because this is also very much linked so like that that question that we go back to which is like how often should you train a week you know reality is it's really going to come down to also your lifestyle habits like can we comfortably train five times a week yes because all of our lifestyle habits add up you yeah know? but
1: it, and also this i guess it's such a nuanced topic but it, one thing that we also need to touch on is intensity like if you if your intensity is you know through the roof you, the chances of you being able to train seven days a week or six oh. days a week or sometimes five days is a week sometimes. Is, is not is – not, um, and that's the one thing, especially when you see people doing two a day and, and trying to do back-to-back workouts, that just to me is an indication that you're just clearly not working hard enough in one given area.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Now, if we actually, we could move on to people, you know, the conversation that is like people using exercise as a compensation factor for for lacking self-care habits on the other side. So, like, you know, they'll go and over-exercise. They think they need to add in, like, 45 minutes of cardio Mm. before and they need to do this and they need to do that. But also from the standpoint, which is, if you are somebody that's new into exercising or you're not just very familiar with it. You just do it, you know, because you feel like you need to do it. You know, one of those situations. Mm. I think going in with that approach where it's very, very high intensity, like, can be slightly off-putting in the sense of being able to... You know, there's going to be one day where you're like, oh my God, I just can't keep up with this. I'm so tired. And you're going to go, oh my God, but then I'm a failure. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And obviously failing, I don't see as anything. Like it's how you deal with that failure as to whether or not you're going to be successful. But it's more off-putting the fact you've got to go and thrash yourself. The the
1: idea of having a beast of a workout, you know, four or five times a week. It's like mm. indefinitely where you're like burpees and mountain climbers and squat jumps and jumping lunges and... Oh, lunging God, and jumps. All the
0: rest of it I well just pole in my mind was rolling deadlift
1: into a bench press into a squat press into yeah. a dumbbell curl. you know what I mean with all just horrific techniques well this is the
0: thing like it what's the point of doing like 65 glute bridges with a band the wrong place of the knees are you know not doing it in proper form when you could do 12 reps but proper form slowed down you know what I'm so trying to say my, not... my
1: question to to the general population is if progress I guess now some people train just to feel better some people obviously train to see progress so to the people that exercise with an expectation of getting some return for their investment once you please explain to me once your body adapts to you just doing a hip thrust or any form of movement with your body weight and there's full adaptation to that level How are you? uh, How else are you going to progress if you're not just increasing the volume even further and further, which drives fatigue? So the question is, is like, like you need to add. It's not about like, oh, you are strength trainers. You find your bias towards strength training. It's like if there is a level of expectation for return, external resistance then needs to be used. So if you're going to use an external resistance you may as well do it with a, some level of structure that's going to give you the, yeah. the biggest bang for your buck.
0: I think also, like, I don't think I've ever spoken to one, I'm going to be, um, I've actually, I don't think I've spoken to any individual that hasn't wanted to see a return from training. Like, like, there's people I've trained who absolutely despise exercising and they literally have mm. me as a coach and you as a coach because they literally will not do anything without it. Yeah. Now, take that or, you know, like, I don't know, I just think that, like, is... If you're going to the gym five times a week, you're there because you want to see a return. You want to be in shape. You want to carry on being in shape. It, it is...
1: But what like... about what about the community of going going down and just having a chin wag with all the...
0: No, there's the, the community side. But else. if you are a regular gym goer, forget the ones that go and sit on their phone. I'm talking about the ones that go in mm. five times a week, allocate time or four times want to, to go to the gym... You are likely there because you're like, I need to do something which Mm. is going to hopefully make me either look or think or feel better. I I would agree
1: with you up until having moved to the current gym that we go to and people are going there just to socialize.
0: They also have absolutely fucking no idea how to exercise. Yeah, but I
1: don't think that, but there's no, there's no desire to, to learn. It's purely come down, have a coffee. I don't see, see that with all of them. Doing, I see that with a couple of them. Have, get a little and we know why. Know, get a little pump on the... On yeah, the, but good. On to the get eye. a little
0: pump. Do you know what I mean? So nobody's going <sighs> there to not see a return in like, okay, yeah, oh yeah, let me squeeze my chest and oh yeah, my yeah, biceps yeah, or yeah. oh, let me take a photo of my tricep in the mirror. Like it's... People are going... People are going there to get a pump on, which mm. equals I want to see some kind of physical change and I want to feel pumped up. Mm. Or you're going because you're like, okay, well, I want my body to look better and I know that if I go to the gym, it is like, mm. who? Mm. if if going to the gym, I'll put mm. a statement, if going to the gym, forget mm. all had of no your personal benefit. trainers, all your strength trainers, all of your fucking that. Yeah. If going to the gym yeah. had no return, None. nobody would go. <laughs> Would you not go? No, I just said we are a complete anomaly. I'm talking, you would not go if it was not the benefit of the fact that you were going to see something from it. 100%. What the fuck? Yeah, guess, Why would you I exercise if you weren't that. seeing any benefit? So if it's the same benefit. You're going there to mental clari- for mental clarity. For some mm. people, mental clarity could be two sets of push ups and then fuck off. But at least I've had a chin wag. Do you know what I mean? So like it's it that's very different for everyone.
1: Yeah, I reckon you would there would it would be like one person in each town.
0: Like, I find benefit in the fact that I want to go to the gym and see a fucking return. Not only do I want to be stronger, yeah. I want to look as best as I can. And I also want mm. to be mentally good. And I've always said this, that I genuinely exercise demons out of my head. So, you know, I, I use that, I but I want so. to see that. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I didn't otherwise, what the fuck? Do you know what I, mean? I don't would want to go in still, there and see no return. You, I did that you, for years. I used would, to go on the cardio machines just like sweating. Do you know what I mean? As a fat mess and just be like oh yeah b- but i went to the gym i'll just go and swallow the whole vending machine you know it's like <laughs> it's the whole vending machine yeah fuck i loved a vending what machine what was in a
1: vending machine like crisps
0: yeah paprika walkers max mm-hmm. <laughs> it's topped up with an aero mint maybe Ooh, i delicious. never was one for maybe a lucidate i hate like drinks like that but though pre
1: workout
0: no i was too young Marcus, and i was like no, no i didn't pre workout as
1: in a, as a mint ch- a chocolate for a pre-workout.
0: No, it was always afterwards because I'd done the exercise. Ah, <laughs> uh, the and I used the... to go into the leisure centre and literally just raid the vending machine. I used to do it as a child when I because I used to swim competitively. I remember
1: coaching a woman in Kensington and the oh, another oh, a client I just finished with her and another woman had gone in. They were sharing a changing room, female changing room. She came out. She's like, "Do you realise that that woman just sits in the changing room and eats like five? What are those cream eggs?"
0: Yeah, but you know what? That's clearly an emotional problem I I because didn't. somebody's banished the fact she can never have a cream egg. So she's probably in the middle of a work was, day.
1: Do you ha- think that was installed? Probably in me. Sto- <laughs> <laughs> Was that instilled? I think that would be instilled the absolute from...
0: classic traits of somebody who cannot manage their mental mindset when it comes to an emotional response to food. And I used to do it, and I used to do it countless times where I didn't eat in front of people. People, are like, oh my god, why is she? Do you know? How, do you know how many people in my lifespan have said mm. these words to me?
1: Okay, go
0: on. I just like she eats like I re- I eat really healthily. She eats really healthy. She doesn't eat that much. Why mm. is she overweight? Because, mm. like, if you are dealing with a problem where weight gain is one of the significant symptoms of that problem, mm. the likelihood is you're hiding shit because it's, an, it's, it's been shamed upon. Mm. I will never forget being shamed upon for eating, like, a chocolate bar or <sighs> eating. And I used to hide everything. And that's a horrible trait to do because you end up lying the yeah. whole time. And that is not something that I would say that um I actually won an award at school for being the worst liar. So like I think that genuinely it's in the yearbook. Um I was awarded that.
1: The worst the worst liar. liar. The
0: most <laughs> the most likely to lose a million, but also most likely to make a million. Don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But actually, I, I'm not going to fucking... Well, was that, that in your yearbook? Yeah. Come um, come so out. Do you have
1: a copy of your yearbook? I no, I
0: probably threw it away, just like everybody in, in that yearbook. in mean, a away there from my life. Tossed.
1: Do you think that there's anybody currently listening to this oh, right now? I fucking hope not, because you, I'm
0: sorry. To, I'm not sorry, actually, because oh, you're, you're not probably not a, a prick. <laughs> um, <gasps> no, a couple would of you, people I would... Would
1: you... Would you hiss at somebody who was who had I don't hold, or... I
0: don't hold grudges on it. I really don't. Like I have in my life, like in a That's way I've a been shame. treated. You, you don't get grudges, anywhere by though. doing that. You should.
1: Grudges are good. That's what keeps you.
0: <sighs> Your mum holds a lot of grudges, so yeah. like I know where it come you come from with that. But like I, I have held on to a lot in my life, and it's not, it's not a productive way of thinking. No, you just, I'm only what's the fucking point of living for other people's like issues? You know what a I mean? That's what just
1: only indicates that you care. That there's a level of care. That you still have towards that individual, and for me to even like attach any part of my consciousness or care towards an individual requires tremendous effort. Why? Because it's just like why would I? I wouldn't even hold a grudge against somebody that I think is irrelevant.
0: Yeah, but it takes you a while to realize that. I think one of the biggest lessons you learn in life, and it's, it's sometimes quite a hard lesson, like is the fact that number one, you can never, ever, ever, ever expect people to behave like you in a situation no. and how you manage a situation. Jeez, well, we're, we're um, going to clip. we going to clip never that? Because that is. N- never, never, ever, ever, ever expect that people are going to match your level of expectation.
1: Yeah,
0: it's... Um, not the fact that there's anything wrong with those people. It could be the fact that you might have high expectations, but mm. don't expect that people surrounding you are going to necessarily to match, match them, what you expect. No, right. And I think second of all is, you know, there comes a point in your life where you realize that no matter how much you think that people care about you, they don't and i'm talking this not in the sense of like a loving family i'm talking there's a lot of people you'll meet in your life whether it's in a workplace in life and day-to-day uh, fucking i don't know social to some degree mm. if you're not talking about them the likelihood is they're not listening yes, and that is right. <laughs> it's it's painfully true and you know how many times in my job like i i'm pay, i people could say I was paid to care, but the only reason, and we spoke about this in depth because we're doing a lot of self-development this year. That's our whole, you know, thing Mm, to be honest. That's our ethos for 2023. And, you know, you sit there and you get so annoyed by, like, the fact that I just, I don't understand why, like, I care so much and somebody can't care. And in a job as a coach, you know, you just sometimes expect when you have a like a, a good relationship with a client or whatever like that that they would care, but I've never really reflected my own problems on clients. I normally have to deal with their. I deal with their issues. But when it comes to just caring about anything, normally there, there's there's fuck all. <laughs> if it's I not think focused I think around. There's
1: two different. Like I think, there must be a wide spectrum of. Of. Uh,
0: i think if you know you can help somebody like i think you people want them care, to care in different
1: way ways if that makes no, sense. no some
0: people just do not care like if you don't like and I, th- I think honestly maybe i kind of like agree with that like i've obviously got a, a coaching profession so my job is to manage coaching now coaching is very different to having potentially a relationship with somebody in the sense of like an in-depth relationship where you know them like deep fucking down like on a personal Mm. level you know Mm. so as a coach you don't really with some clients if it's face-to-face manner you can go down that but you always need to keep like a boundary of some degree that you're not overstepping the mark and you're being able to help that situation forward rather than sort of mull in it Mm. and i think some people always have said to us like we don't never understood how you can deal with so many people's problems and I think
1: that's the main when people uh, ask you what you do for a living and stuff like that and you tell them and you explain to we explain to people what we do on a day to day basis they're like I have no idea how you Mm. can do that
0: because it's we we always say this and you know the route in which our business and going forward is you know and the way that we're going to develop like it goes even deeper you know and I think for us like we have a genuine care to help people and to coach people, you know? And I think, you know, it can, I don't know. I I don't, uh, you've just got to be very careful with the boundaries in which you put yourself in in situations where you are helping people. And you just realize that if it's not focused around their life and exactly what they're doing, and this is with friends, with everybody really, to be quite Mm. honest with you, they likely don't care. And like, I genuinely know that I can say this because the other day I was having a conversation with a friend of mine that I haven't spoken in ages and, like, this is actually going onto the topic of, like, how much, like, we don't actually communicate with anybody anymore. No, because it's it's all of
1: social media.
0: It's like, oh, okay, because we've seen where they are or the fact that they're here or they're there, that you assume that they're fine or, like, they assume that, oh, Mm. they're good and I know exactly what's going on in their Mm. life. And there was a, the, the other day, like, one of my friends was like, oh, like, um, how's living here I was like what the fuck like I haven't lived there for ages Ever. I've never lived there it yeah literally I've here. never lived there and then it was like oh how's this going it's like no don't even do that like you know what i mean hey can you give because me
1: because i guess if you don't uh, we're in we're that, not announcing we're in, the, people, we're in that though. announcement culture where everything you do you've got to oh my god i got a an announcement wait for it on thursday yeah like, god forbid I, you want to set
0: the countdown on and we just are so and shit it's just at announcing absolutely
1: things. everything is just announced and promoted and pushed and and for so many different reasons, whether it's business, whether it's showing off, whether it's yeah, gaining validation. Yeah, always announcing
0: stuff. I and mean, if you don't announce, it's, you don't it's, constantly it's tell it's people.
1: It's so bizarre that we've gotten to a point in the real world, right? We're, we're in the actual, not online, but the physical world where if you do not have like a social media page for people to reference mm. back, yeah. You could literally tell people anything.
0: Oh, yeah. it's, it's You p-
1: could tell people anything.
0: <laughs> and that's why for m- myself and you, and myself and you, myself and Mark. So, like,
1: if you haven't posted anything in the past like 12 you. months, for example, <laughs> yeah, like, for me, is as an example, but you, let's say we hadn't posted anything since uh, we, we left Cape Town, people would still think you lived in
0: Cape Town. 100% people still do. People that's still
1: do. Hey, can I have a, a restaurant? You're like, I'm um, in a different country.
0: Yeah, it's like, hey, like, I'm coming across, like, can I come to the gym? What the fuck? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so like, it, but then get, I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, but then...
1: But that stops people from c- uh, contacting people and being like, hey, I haven't spoken to you in ages. How are you getting on?
0: I I would say that hand on my heart, I've recognized that a lot in the last year with my friends is the fact that they assume, and this is not a bad thing. And I think it's just the way it's formed. I'm not for. I am I would say, hand on my heart, I'm not very good at, like, keeping up with friendships. I'm really not. Like, I'm one of these people where a friend really has to compliment my life for me to actually have them in it. Like, I, I'm sorry, that's why I just limit my friendship groups. Like, I hate being in a group. A group is the worst thing ever for me. I have friends from different places and I like to have valuable relationships, but I do realise the communication's changed. It's like, mm. hey, like, you know, it's on Instagram, do you know what I mean? Or it's here, it's there, and it's like there's no effort outside of that like when was the last time like we facetimed or like when was the last time we made the effort to see each other like it's very easy with life just getting in the way that you just like never end up seeing each other or you can't you know and things are busy but i think it's those assumptions that i think
1: it's the socializing that pretty mm-hmm. much if you're not within a you know five like not even five, a five mile radius, radius then it's pretty much game over
0: yeah, and like, you know, there's actually, we've probably upkept our biggest relationships with those that are probably the furthest away from us. <laughs> like, no, and, no. you know, obviously, so I've got some very close friends, but I would say in the last couple of years, I've really noticed that difference. And I guess it was a mix of like COVID and everybody locked inside and communicating mm. online. But there is that assumption that you do know stuff and you can put out anything, you know, if you don't communicate with people properly, mm. like in the sense of in a conversation, like, you can't assume that they're good and their life's fine and that mm-hmm. your you know your assumptions are correct, you know? And it's also the Correct. same as oversharing. You know, oversharing things, you're like, fuck off. I mean, we don't need to see all of this shit.
1: And then we don't. My favorite one is like when people overshare and they get to the point where they have to set the camera. Because behind the scenes, having like, we film content, so we know like the processes that go in, have to go into <laughs> certain things before they get filmed, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm having such a bad day, but I'm going to put my phone down in a good place, make sure it's got good lighting gonna cry I'm gonna cry I'm gonna cry right now (laughs) right now I'm crying can everybody see that I'm desperately sad now
0: I'll say this hand on my heart you can come from a very entitled position on saying that you know your family's dealt with huge amounts of mental health issues there comes to a point when some people are just seeking attention now those that are most desperately in need normally aren't the ones that aren't fucking yeah, plastering are fucking plastered all over social media. One, no. I, I can see certain no. people have used it as a journal or an outlet for their emotions for other people mm. to resonate with them to for them to then feel better. But there's a sure. problem with that. That's a fucking problem. You don't know these people. They don't normally have your best interests at heart yeah. just because they're commenting on a post. Like. It, you are realizing that majority of people post on comments and things for an algorithm, not for anything other than that. And, yeah. you know, it's a bit too much. Do you know what I mean? And I think, you know, there is that happy medium between, like, we don't really need to know that much about people's lives, but then no. also don't assume that if people aren't posting that things haven't changed in their life. Like, look at our parents' era. Look at our grandparents' era. Like, they didn't post shit. So they just got on with their life. Yeah, I wish like my the, life was like
1: The OG <laughs> posting was weddings and funerals.
0: Well, was... I never posted at a funeral did you?
1: No, well back in the day you would go, you'd go and read the newspaper and see the, who's got who's getting married and then you would see f-
0: Wonderful. funerals. Wonderful. Great, because People's we don't really wakes. need to know that. I don't that care if somebody gets answer. married. I'm sorry, unless you're a part of my life, I don't care. Like why would why why do do Why we would as they humanity? post?
1: Why would you post your marriage in the newspaper? It's like such an old school thing that they used to do.
0: That is old school. That's because it's part of the registry, if I'm not mistaken. And in journalism, although I think there the, was actually no, a registry. No, you would go
1: to the newspaper and you would put an I advert in saying... I think you have to be, like, quite Mark substantial to
0: be that. Oh,
1: you just have to have the money.
0: Yeah, so you have to be quite substantial. Back in the day, that meant you had to be, like, a lord and a lady or, a, like, a this oh, or of a house of, oh. you know what I mean? Like, But I, I would happily... We had this conversation of what, if you could, we, we're not really for going backwards, but I do think your past very much reflects how you behave in your present. So sometimes it is relevant to go backwards, a hundred percent. But yeah. if you could go back to any era of the, like, you know, of generation, where, mm. where would you sit?
1: Egyptians.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. I just, I need to see how they built that. Or Bruh, if they that did like it. that looks like a
0: sad fucking life. You'd be building, you'd be, just be no, bu- yeah. you'd just be building in a desert. No You'd just you be do. building in a desert, being wrapped up as a mummy. Yeah. Like, how as pyramids. What just else is, like, what else the is Nile, aspiring just, then?
1: Everything about their civilization was fascinating.
0: What would you eat?
1: What would I eat?
0: Mm.
1: Oh, they—they they, Egyptians are known to have loads of pets. They were very civilized groups of pets. individuals, so they would
0: have, so we can have a cat. <laughs>
1: yeah, they had cats. They had all sorts of. So they would eat normal stuff. Just. Fishing out the Nile, have some crocodile, some chickens. I, um,
0: I think you need to go back and look at the Egyptian era as to what they ate in their diet. I yeah, do think
1: they, ate, they were bawling out the Egyptians. They had like gold sandals and they were...
0: Right, Mark, the people... Th- okay, so if you're going to level. your position in life, okay? As a personal trainer,
1: getting all the all the pharaohs hench.
0: Yeah, the mummy is fucking stacked. Um I definitely wouldn't choose Egyptian in any way. There's I, so much as a woman, mystery
1: around the pyramids that I I would need to try and I need to understand the process behind
0: it. I personally probably wouldn't go back any further than n- being brought up in 1950s onwards. Oh, just Because so you can buy a house. <laughs> I think the way that what was that?
1: So you can just buy a house. You can buy a house. <laughs> yeah, you just buy a house. Buy a house. house for 10p, do you yeah. know what I mean? Literally. I bought my house for 400 pounds.
0: Well, my grandma was saying, my dad's mum was saying that, this was at our wedding, so five years ago, weird. Mm, um, mm, mm, mm. She said that they bought their first house, or was it her mum bought their first house for 800 pounds?
1: Yeah. Uh, and I, I think back in that day, it's like, oh my word, that's a lot. But people, relative to...
0: But you still had money spare.
1: Yeah, and you could literally. If you see what my dad had, had. okay, he's got a different career
0: path. But if you see my dad, not my dad, had like you know he's worked fucking hard. But like what my dad had at my age, relative to what we. Jesus, it's not. It's not even comparable. Yeah, but but think, yet, not to say know, that he was at that age earning shit tons of money. It's just inflation. But you know the what highest
1: I mean? percentage of people our age in their twenties, thirties, and forties are living at home with their parents. The highest. If
0: you've got a good relationship, I don't blame. you. Yeah, them.
1: no. There's no. There's no judgment or blaming. But I'm just saying the world is currently changing in front of us. So. You know. But
0: I think for the 1950s onwards, I still even think then it's probably I feel, early. I, I think, think that's like a fun era where there was like minimal rules. If we had to
1: ask all the all of our clients who have kids in their teens, oh, do you think your children are going to be able to afford buying a house? The answer is going to be no.
0: No, I think in, unless you've made like substantial yeah. wealth yourself, like which is obviously the aim. I think the the majority of people will run out. Like they say, after our generation of, of like uh children like the inheritance wealth will be done like in the sense of people inheriting money through families because people spend so Mm, much these days and it's hard not to spend like we've got all of these things just think about it okay you have a phone, okay, so forget the fact the phone costs a fucking ton. Like, I spent, mm. like, what, 1,200 quid on that bloody phone? Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. Ridiculous. And then when I wanted to exchange it and it was six months old, they said I was only going to get 600 pounds for it just to get a new one. And they had to pay for another grand for a phone. Oh, Crazy. No, makes you angry. You go on that phone, you've got apps, okay? So when mm. we first started apps, it was just like, okay, that's on the phone. That's the mm. app on the phone. Mm. Do you know, You want? To, we probably spend on app subscriptions for work alone. Mm. Oh, my God, hundreds. Like, a month like yeah. on you yeah. don't Easy. realize how much it builds up now we're spending on the business side of things but mm. in your personal life like not only have we been taught to spend out of our means in the sense of mm. the likes of credit or payment installments mm-hmm. or this now i know mortgages is credit you know that's always been about mortgages is, is something where like people obviously you get an asset and you sit in it and hopefully appreciate you know it, mm. it goes up in value yeah but you we're living in a society right now where people could pay like we were because we we're thinking of changing our car and we were looking and you can lease like a month now. Okay, it's a lot of fucking money for a mm, car, mm, mm. but you could put down a three and a half grand deposit for a hurricane. What was it, a Lamborghini hurricane like a yeah, four by ACV, four, yeah. and pay two and a half grand a month. Now I know that's over the average salary a month, <laughs> like in the UK, but there are people doing that, spending <sighs> all of their money on like a leased car to prove something on a social media somewhere mm. that they're living a life they are fucking skint with and i'm sick and tired of people seeing it where people are genuinely living out of their means you've got things like klarna set up you've got mm. things like Clearpay set up you've got all of these things where they're like please buy from us and then you can pay it off after yeah, what's like that you interest can't stretch? afford it in the first place why are we buying it like it's the same with credit cards. Like, unless you can manage your credit card, it's always that thing where it is hard, you know. But it's also hard not to spend these days. You go out the mm. house, you go to the supermarket, you've spent fucking 30 quid. You don't even know what you've bought. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess the
1: overall um, economic situation worldwide is, is not exactly at its uh, prime and its peak. There's record high levels of inflation. Yeah, well, we all know the, the actual statistics is, of it. But the reality is, is that wages have not risen since the 1970s.
0: Mm. And, and people are having to work. You know, and the purchasing power
1: more. of your pound has reduced dramatically over time. And then the UK have ejected themselves out of the, the EU.
0: Oh, right, okay, I think everybody's gone to sleep now. Um, Yeah, it's
1: just a bit of a shit show, but I guess... It's a
0: shit show, but it's all—it's not... Where do you think the world's going to go? Like, I don't think this is going to settle for another couple of years, at least three, Um, like, before it starts to come potentially back down to relative. Or everybody gets paid more and suddenly we're all living in inflation and fucking credit and nobody can afford anything and it's all just shit. What happens if
1: there's, like a meteor that comes out of nowhere and we've got a month to live and i'd we're, be in the gym pumping weights so i'd inject myself a shit tons
0: of steroids so i went out know, looking like thor
1: comes on <laughs> the news there's a five mile wide meteor that's going to hit the earth 99 percent population we well, don't know
0: that's going to happen though
1: yeah it? it's happened numerous times throughout the course of history you know and then that's all for it's you got like 30 days you got 30 days to live.
0: What do you do is the question. You've
1: got 30 days to live. You've
0: got 30 days to live. What do you do? What would you do? Like genuinely, would you go away and like on holiday for 30 days? No, I would
1: block your ears, mum, if you're listening to this, ketamine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, a 30-day trip? Just fucking yeah, go down I the rabbit just, hole? <laughs> yeah,
1: if I don't kill myself in that, in that moment, then I'm going to just... Go out. No,
0: you're not going to kill yourself in a drug overdose. No, I'm, I'm just going saying if for... I
1: don't, then I'm going out with my. I'm just going to go naked. I go naked, naked, completely stark in the forest, just screaming, "Yeah, come at me!" And that's
0: it. No, the reality is, Mark is the complete opposite of how you've just fucking behaved on the on on the, the microphone. I I would. I'd spend all of my life savings, and I'd go on a jet to an island with the animals and the cat.
1: Okay, but who's gonna? I just everyone, the whole world's got thirty days to live. Yeah, we're I want expecting, a We're expecting people just to carry on working their jobs: pilots flying planes, people, ma- the whole world will go into utter chaos.
0: Knowing me, I'll know before everybody else. Okay. So okay. I will have okay. at least 30 hours, yeah. 24 hours to, to, book to, a flight. To, to book a fucking private <laughs> plane. I also you know, keep on getting fucking yeah, okay. emails from private jet companies. I'm like, bro, do you even understand? I mean, stop emailing me. You think I can afford 100 grand for a fucking private plane? Yeah, like, I'm... fuck yourself. It's annoying me. Yeah. Unsubscribe, not unsubscribe. Just wish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I would, yeah, I would spend all of the life savings. I would go... To one of the most, like, bespoke fucking luxury. I wouldn't mm. even want people to look after me. I just mm. want the island. Mm. Like, just the living thing. I could just cook myself. The, yeah. I would train every day. Yeah. I would eat whatever the fuck I wanted and yeah. as much as I wanted of. I would if, pro- uh, as under
1: the assumption you had the supply like if you're in the middle of a remote island
0: Mark I'm talking about luxury here okay. I'm not okay, talking luxury. about Sorry, like fucking washing up on a shore. yeah you're a dirty African like I'm talking luxury okay, do you so, know what I mean I'm talking private jets private into the jet. Philippine islands do you know what I mean with the Aman Hotel okay. that's that's what I'm okay. talking about I'm talking so
1: you've got no desire to try and like survive like what
0: the fuck you, the whole world's about to be to... hit where do you go
1: um, what into the Mount ocean Everest. just
0: fucking hope you don't drown or like and what where what so you think in 30 days you're going to be able to fight a meteor you think that <laughs> you can survive <laughs> a meteor? you can't even survive when the car breaks down or like literally or we have an argument you blew your. well car if you've stry- got time
1: to book holidays and fly jet jets i don't have time wall. i'm actually i've got time to learn how to how is, how is that skills. time?
0: I can go onto Google right now, shyaviation.co.uk, uk book yeah. jets book resort 30 days i okay. could book it right now probably why get would my you pay
1: you'd pay for something that's not going to be there and
0: what the fuck is the experience you've got 30 days to live and you're busy learning how to fight a meteor <laughs> who sounds dumb here i'm going to a private island no, luxury with all the pets to on a beach
1: fire with two sticks
0: drinking coconut water and having freshly prepared how fucking to source fruit.
1: fresh water you, know, you are, are such coming. a bell end, honestly. What well, are you,
0: Bear grills?
1: Yeah, these are the kind of uh, these are the kind of skills I would need to acquire.
0: So you just you just said actually to start off with that you would take a load of ketamine, okay? Yeah, so now you think I, you can just fight amnesia? Not ketamine.
1: I would live my day to day life going, but I would with an IV drip of ketamine. I would, <laughs> I would you know substitute reality with narcotics.
0: No, but this is the problem, Mark, is because you'd be fucked. Because when you actually go into a trip, we know this, I used to have a fucking drug problem. You know, you go into a trip, yeah. the last thing you want to be thinking about is if it's a bad trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the world's in it. Oh my God, it actually is. And yeah. then you go into like something where it's proper
1: like... K-hole. a proper hole
0: no, um, you go to an island and you eat fresh fruit every day. You go yeah. in the ocean with the animals on a private jet in a luxury accommodation. Nobody's looking after you. You can go and survive on an okay. island for 30 days sure. and you end with a tan, lots of vitamin D and a relaxed mode. You know you're going yeah. in. Why are you fighting it? You're going to die anyway. <clears throat> you get a good Thai go fucking boxing instructor maybe. if I we weren't. <laughs> are you, are you, you just influencing boxed, me. I mean. again. You'd get friends that were you, all in the you're same. You're just
1: influencing me yet again.
0: Yeah. You know what, it doesn't take much to get Mark to get influenced. I said something the other you're day, I like, maybe we should do this. He was like, yeah, actually, that's a really good idea. I was like, wow, do you should be jump off a cliff together as well, also. Yeah,
1: Romeo and Juliet.
0: Oh, God, I'm not going first.
1: You will <gasps> go first, because I know you're a pussy.
0: <laughs> no, you just know I won't kill myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, you definitely would, you little rat
0: why just stay alive i'm gonna die i'm gonna die i'm I'm killing myself i love you so much bye mark (laughs) happy fifth wedding anniversary i'm off on holiday to the airman
1: (laughs) 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 rat i'm a fucking
0: rat i'm a rodent yeah i am a rodent um yeah. Anyway, that was a fucking side. That's a side track of how often should you train for week. Yeah, people no. are going to click on this podcast and be like, "Right, okay, well, you yeah, did a snippet absolutely. on a, absolutely yeah, thirteen
1: but... seconds of training. Oh, you should
0: train between three to five a week.
1: shitting on hits. Yeah.
0: Then... <laughs> shitting on hits. Yeah. Literally. <sighs> that'll be. Uh, I can't not though. I can't. Yeah, not converse I know. But people, you shit.
1: know what people are like. You're a fitness professional, and you're... We're more than, people than fitness professionals, yeah. FYI. Always move their bodies, and you should never put people down, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> a lot of people. Why do you think we're all down. in this
0: industry? Because we've got huge amounts of vulnerabilities and I, I don't and like putting people
1: down, and I like to see people succeed. So that's why you we lean a certain way, because having been and seen uh, every version of the scenario... yeah the outcome is not a good outcome. It's a, like a 98% failure rate and a 2% of statistical... But failing outline. does not... Failing no, it doesn't, but it, it then plants the seed of this doesn't work, exercise doesn't work, or negative connotations attached to you know completely strenuous exercise at such a high intensity that it makes you feel nauseous thinking about it.
0: Yeah, and again you always like before everybody like listens to this and goes, Oh my god, I've just done hit this morning. Do you know what I mean? It's not if you enjoy it, like as we always say, like movement, something like just enjoy it, do you know what I mean, honestly. Like it, it's it's about enjoying it, it's about moving your body, it's about helping yourself. We know relative to the human body that if you build relative muscle mass that you're going to be better off as you age and you're going to be better off with joint pain. But it's also how you do that, do you know what I mean? You can go to the gym and lift it weights. It comes down you can to... Sh- you can weight train and weight train like a complete dickhead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not to say will that come like... down
1: to the person teaching hit and making sure that It's they... not just
0: hit, Mark. It's every exercise. If it's exercise. not done correctly in a proper manner a proper yeah, yeah, you you well, and proper form, you can't... Yeah, yeah, you're going to struggle. Well, that's very enjoy pessimistic. It.
1: Well, you're not going to enjoy it as much. You're not going to see as much return. And it's going to be fighting. You're going to be fighting Well, against... try and
0: tell a small man wearing a vest on a leg press doing a quarter range that he's yeah. not and his legs he's are doing still 250 skinny. kilos. His legs are still skinny. Yes, they look because like he's doing 250 sticks. kilos. But he's doing that because he's like, oh, yeah, I've done that.
1: Yeah, but he looks like he doesn't train.
0: Well, that's, again, a very judging manner, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but Mark? it
1: depends on what you're there for. Like, if you're there just to bend your knees and stroke your ego, then, you know, you're going into that situation wanting to be judged. I mean, at least the
0: man's training his legs anyway. Um, Yeah, I guess
1: there's, there's, it's like an onion. There's so many layers to it, like, Mm. but I just don't think that it's a one-size-fits-all. Like, if you train incredibly hard, like, being able to train four to five times a week is... You know, at a time. I mean I, and, and from
0: personal experience, like, you know when you do it properly, and I know that, like, I'm like incredibly anal with like technique. Like, I always, I will always train with the best form possible. Like, i just, I'm because I'm. Why well, would
1: you not? Why would you not want because to? Because some that people
0: way. just like, the, I've never had an ego override me. That's the problem. So I've never had an ego go right. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fucking lift it. And if I do two reps where my elbows flared out and I put myself into fucking shoulder pain, then it's fine. Do you know what I mean? But that's what men do, and but a lot of people but do. But that's but
1: they but there you cause and effect bad form equals pain
0: yes bad form does equal pain 150 so why would you
1: want to why would you want to even entertain the idea i know it's ego and it's a whole bunch of things that's why and you see especially men do it when they go in rack up the bench press quarter rep it's very frustrating and i and and i get that but
0: yeah but i think men will just never change (laughs) Like they don't need to because it's not got anybody telling you that like
1: yeah it's weird
0: men supposedly in the words of other people you know can allow women women should obey men so
1: I don't think that should be the case absolutely
0: fucking not do you know what I mean if there's one thing to take from this is absolutely that's a fucking load of nonsense do you know who's going to fuck do you know what men obey women there's a difference because without women there's fuck all the the reality
1: is I don't think um i don't think m- most i'd say about 80 to 90 percent have the like the mental capacity or the physical capacity to to what to just um i'm trying <laughs> to think of the word. Oh, um, well,
0: mark's struggling here Cause you don't have the mental capacity like, I don't know. To come like up i've with
1: seen it. like i don't know maybe having trained women, uh, the vast majority of women like women train harder they obviously go through hormonal changes but generally they are more willing to learn they're more willing to right. take things do on we board. just speak
0: from a female perspective? And why do you think that is? Because we've been formed to, one, have to look good for the sake of a men, male eyes and fucking gaze, literally. Yeah, but they're
1: trained, we've uh, been like, generally, like, relative
0: women why are do you stronger think that than is? men there is only ever a will and a want with things and women will train harder because they've been told over the years that if you train hard you will progress in your physique you will look better you will be that and that is only come from the fact of society's
1: i would say most men also understand that if you train hard you would get but the you know it's always like you know
0: how many men just pick their nose and scroll on their phone i know and
1: they don't want to train their legs and it's really irritating
0: Mark used to train a really well-known person that used to turn up to the gym in loafers so he didn't have to train his legs. Like, how pretentious. Like, and just b- bench did. press. And probably sailing shoes, Three actually. times a week. <laughs> sailing shoes or, like, a pair of ski boots just to, just to yeah. make sure that you're a middle class. You know I mean? Yeah, just
1: just <laughs> so they can assert their dominance.
0: Like, you know when a client said that, oh, a child sprained their arms skiing? You just know that client's not shy of anything. <laughs> it's always it's jokes you know I can take the piss out of it because I've had that upbringing Um, so but anyway I think you know just to summarise you know training is you know think if you're going in with strength training we say three to five times a week and we say start with the the minimum and make sure that your technique and your form is Mm. is very good and also that your programming is structured you know it's not always about doing more is better it's not actually it's better like it's better to do quality over quantity Mm. with strength training and exactly the same like if you want to build your cardiovascular fitness number one start strength training You get fucking out of breath when you're training hard at a high intensity. It doesn't have to be done in a motion of Mm. sprinting or jumping or plyometrics. Like, in the end of the day, if you train hard enough lifting weights, you will be absolutely obliterated. You know, I'm Mm. not saying that's a good or a bad thing, but Mm. I'm just saying that don't think just because that style of exercise is only going to give you, you know, fitness. You know, Mm. it's the same as like. I guess
1: that also comes down to because when people strength train in inverted commas people might potentially also use the same because when people pick weights up they automatically assume that is weight lifting or lifting weights so the weight that's being utilized may and generally is around the same amount of weight utilized when people do high intensity hit training Mm. so the it feels like the the overall movement and and uh, rate of perceived exertion is really really low because the 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 weight doesn't match the outcome do you know what i mean by that so like when people come in and they're like okay pick if you said to assess somebody off the street pick a weight to do a one-on-row they'll pick like six seven kilos when in reality, if you're doing a strength program to work at the rate of perceived exertion that you need to be working at, you need to be picking heavier weight, which is then going to drive intensity. Yeah, but that's intensity. relative to somebody's body yeah, weight, no, there understanding. Yeah, but it's also no going to of... drive that intensity that is going to match, not match, but it will be relatively high and give you that feeling of accomplishment just in a, in less fatigue and that is more joint uh, friendly.
0: Yeah. And also just like on a side note, like if you're wanting to actually build strength, like, you know, that again is again, something that's, that's only going to come down to uh, structured programming, the right rep range, the right yeah. intensity, and building the right strength, rest. building right strength
1: and building muscles also are two different
0: outcomes as well. Very sort of different. Injury. Like... Like very different, yeah. but I just think in general terms, you know, in terms of strength training, if you're going in and you're like mid-range, you kind of understand the gym. Like we would say, like three to five times a week. I'd say five times if you honestly like mm. we train five times, but we're also professionals. We and know I... what we're doing. All of our lifestyle habits mm. match up. And so if you're if you're looking at like training and you've you know if you say to yourself, oh, I've got to get up to the gym at 4 a.m. in the morning before I work, you know what I mean. But you're you're lacking severely on sleep, you know what I mean. And actually, you're going to the gym because and and and, and sacrificing two three hours of good quality sleep, and you've only got four hours sleep. You're still going to the gym because you're going to the gym. That's probably going to have a worse effect on you mm. than actually just sleeping. You know what I mean. And then doing your gym session another day. You know, it, it's one of these things where if sometimes it is important. You
1: need fluid fluidity within those those means and and if you are three times a week then your periodization and exercise selections needs to reflect that going in and doing chest and rear delts as like a day to train is probably not going to give you the 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 level of progress and uh, stimulus as a full body workout so depending on how many times a, a week you are training will also predetermine on how you then structure those yeah ways.
0: but like um what i'm trying to say in the sense of like if you're if you're looking at your lifestyle overall and you're like i want to take exercise i want to go to the gym x times a week like that's my goal like is to try first of all be realistic mm-hmm. Do you know what i mean don't set yourself unrealistic expectations with it but mm-hmm. If you say I'm going in like four times, I'm going in five times a week for the sake of I'm going in five times a week Mm. and you've had four hours sleep the night before and you're getting up at that time because you think you need to go to the gym Mm. to do better, I would highly suggest that, like, no, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, sleep. Like, you know, that's a lifestyle habit. that's mm. going to really, really affect your recovery, mm. your ability to be you know, training, you know, well and mm. with intensity. Mm. So the ease, these, you know, these habits, where if you're going to the gym all the time and you don't eat one cent of fucking protein, you know, mm. it's all of these things which you are probably just not going to feel great. So, yeah. you know, you want your lifestyle to match up. And so don't you, be unrealistic as I, to how much.
1: Yeah, and if you do, like, 12... Straight weeks of training like a savage, and then you can't get to the gym for three times a week and you only go once or you don't go at all, like it's not the end of the world like you don't there's no need to panic
0: yeah like it's not going anywhere it's not
1: going anywhere it's your really body cool. in terms of adaptation doesn't uh regress that quickly um when it comes to you know yeah, you might like lose not a little feeling, bit of like if you wake up and your body's.
0: Like, very inflamed. Like, there's sometimes that I will wake up where I'm like, fuck, like, training really fucked me mm. up. Like, and I'll feel like I don't want to train. Like, mm. I love training, but I don't want to train because I know number one, I won't be able to lift as much as I would normally do. Number two, I won't feel as good or confident mm. in the movements because I'll ache, you know. And, you know, no. and yes, there is this thing if you've got slight DOMs, then yes, walk through it. Do you know what I mean? Do your steps, do, you know, move your body because it will help. No. But sometimes your body does feel very yeah, tired and you back will back actually on. get m- far more benefit. From from the recovery than going mm. and fucking doing it again you know yeah. so don't ever underestimate recovery that is not a way of saying oh i can't be asked to go to the gym yeah. so i'm just gonna have you a rest don't want to go like you, know? you don't want
1: to go and just accumulate junk volume just you know going through the motions and things like that because it's not it's not the be all and end all of making progress where progress originates from is you going into the gym beating your logbook progressively overloading your workouts and that comes from recovery
0: yeah well. and you know i think i think as i said recovery is very is one of those things where people don't really think much about it but it it honestly does you far greater, do you know what I mean, than just going and, and brutalising yourself again. So I just think, you know, be aware of these surrounding factors. Mm. Um, don't give it yourself an excuse. You know what I mean? Like, if, 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 you're, if you're waking up and, oh, I just can't be fucked. I mean, that's not yeah. the mentality of, like, oh, I'm having a rest day. Exactly. Like, you need to get in and you need to action something I, yeah. if you want to see the result. But if you are actually actioning things and you are a bit tired, mm-hmm. then obviously recovery is really crucial. Yeah. But just don't let that mindset slip into, your oh, well, oh, I need a rest day. You, know, you probably yeah. don't. If you're you know,
1: the the, the mindset of uh, uh, working out equals weight loss. Yeah, like, like
0: you shouldn't be using exercise doesn't... to burn calories. It's it's no. it's, it's primarily fu- it's, you know, functions of you know building strength, helping your mindset, you know, working your body in the right patterns mm. of movement and you know mm. being healthier and fitter. You know, that's the reality of it. So yeah. that's how we're gonna wrap up today's wrap it up, wrap it up um, today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening. We will be back for more soon. Speak later. Bye. Ciao. Bye.